0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash loss. Cable cars on their feet, walking to the store. Cable cars say hello to that little guy over there. What the? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: I mean, if there is one thing that will make me feel better about my grasp of rhythm, Alistair, <laughs> it's your grasp of rhyme. Yeah, and together oh. we... we we no you you are Re- doing you are doing a really interesting thing there.
0: Am I? Yeah, a yeah. cable car. You are doing walks?
2: something that, uh, that, well, yeah, but, but the, the, the word thaw... Thor over Thor. <laughs> Is a very accepted, um, you know, that kind of. Playing around with language, like you know, like the rhyme scheme gives you license to play with words that you would, you would, you'd never get away with that in in prose. You know, if you chucked a thor yeah. into prose, you'd be laughed out of the um, the literary community. Is there rhyming prose? Oh, fucking poets! Is there rhyming prose? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is a great question. And. <laughs> and. That's the
0: kind of questions we get in Two in the Think Tank, the podcast you're listening to, where we try to come up with five sketch ideas. I'm Andy, and that's Alistair. It's the other way that's around, right? But I'm Alistair this George
2: William Chomley Birchall. Mm, uh, and I got to tell you, all the all the good stuff's already happened. Yeah, you missed you missed a a great bit where um, you know I got worried about my dog's erection. And we almost had to cancel the podcast. We almost were already doing but... the
0: podcast late, but Andy, <laughs> I called up moments. I'd I'd been texting with Andy. He's like, "Oh, are you ready?" Yeah. And within moments, yeah, something had happened, and he's like, "Oh, I think we're gonna have to go to the vet. I can't I can't talk right now." And then it turned out that it was just their dog had a gigantic erection, and then they looked at a bunch of erections online,
2: and we. <laughs> And, Did you think that maybe some gu- that some time, guts
0: were sticking out, like like there was a hernia herniating through it, the penis? It,
2: it looked it looked really problematic. Like if that had happened to me, it would have absolutely been a doctor scenario. Sure, but if you had
0: had a dog's dick,
2: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yes. I mean, I think that little, you know, the the retracting nature of a a, a dog's penis. Um, is a is a great thing, and I think it should be applied to all all human limbs. That they should just be able to be pulled back in. Tell hey. you where this would be really good for. Cuddling in bed. Uh, you know, it'd if be I even could better for pull,
0: Yeah. Air travel.
2: There. If you could retract <laughs> all your limbs
0: back, and then <laughs> and instead sort of your final form, just be a suitcase mm. that fits in the overhead yeah. compartment.
2: I, you know, I, a a lot of, um, a lot of movies, a lot of superhero origin movies, you know, the villain you'll find is experimenting with some sort of thing to give humans, you know, additional strength or, um, regeneration capabilities. And then an experiment goes wrong and they go mad and that sort of thing. But I'd love to see the, uh, the supervillain origin of, uh, he's experimenting with something, that would allow humans to retract their limbs for easier air travel and then it all goes wrong and he becomes the suitcase. The suitcase. <laughs> the human suitcase. And in and? and and then
0: but I mean, you know, there'd be there'd be benefits to that. Um it mm. doesn't seem like it at first, but um, you know, another person could pick him up and hit someone with it. <laughs>
2: Yeah, you know. Yeah, a supervillain who is just <laughs> who's just something that other people use to hit other people with.
0: Yeah, a supervillain who's but... another supervillain's weapon. Mm. <laughs> the businessman.
2: <laughs> the the businessman and, su- and the and the suitcase, the yeah. little little attaché case.
0: Yeah, and but but you, what you don't realize is that the suitcase is the brains as well as being the weapon.
2: You see, yeah. Well,
0: the businessman is actually the muscle.
2: I think there is an argument to be made that um, something like the the atomic bomb in World War II it was too tempting a weapon not to use. Right? Mm. It was, you know, it's it's it had it had its own charisma that people felt the need to. Um deploy it just 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 because yeah. and uh i I, think... I wonder if you could apply the same logic to you know say that the weapon itself was had had this kind of bewitching power, right, and I wonder if you could say the same thing about a man with uh retractable arms and legs and a little handle sewed onto his the side of his yeah. torso I reckon a similar thing
0: would happen if a superhero could just. Become like a limp leather glove. Yeah. You know, like like one that you would slap someone with in order to start a duel. I think those gloves Mm. are so tempting to slap someone with, like a driving glove or something like that.
2: Literally just you talking about it has is 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 doing something to me. (laughs) It's making me (laughs) wanna slap someone across the face twice.
0: (laughs) And and that's what, you know, when the suitcase is actually in their human form, mm. in their top pocket, there's actually another supervillain called the glove. The glove. That's, and and At, pulls him out and he, that's what he uses as a weapon.
2: The absolute gall of them to call it a suitcase. I mean, you ever put? have you ever put a suit in a suitcase?
0: They get all crinkled.
2: They get all fucking crinkled, don't they? It's it's um yeah maybe that's a, that's maybe it's where you
0: put your lawsuits.
2: You know what I? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know. I don't oh know God. if that's actually the case. They well, should they should spell it different.
2: Yeah, I mean, but but are or you making a briefcase? Are you making a briefcase joke? No. Because that's literally a case where you put your law briefs. That's like what a briefcase is. Oh. Right?
0: Right. But... It wasn't a joke, no. I thought that a briefcase (laughs) was a place you put your
2: underpants. (laughs) I mean, that really does make sense. Yeah, It's it's just... It's exactly a suitcase, but looks like it's been sized for underpants.
0: I mean, it doesn't make sense because it's such a, a small size to be traveling with and... Such an awkward way to dangle all of the weight of your belongings off of one limb.
1: Mm. You know, throwing
0: your yes. back out, things like that. I, I, yeah. I have heavy underpants. Look, let's just
2: <laughs> I, my underpants are fully loaded. Oh, hey.
0: um, because I, no, you look, know, I just to really know overcompensate for there. the fact I don't have your tiny dog's gigantic penis. <laughs> um, I'm going to write down the suitcase just because... Sure. Because you'd like to move on. Just so we have something on the board, you know? The suitcase.
2: Sure. I mean, it's a psychological win, if nothing else. Um, yeah, I, I mean, when you write it down, are you writing it down as the super villain... Or are you writing it down as some sort of complaint about the fact that it's not very good for carrying suits? Uh,
0: I've got... I think the idea that a villain... I mean, it's like, you know, it's the supervillain who can retract their body parts but also is is the weapon of another supervillain. I think at the moment mm. that's what I've got. Um,
2: yeah. A, a, a real suitcase, like something that would actually be good for carrying suits, mm. would be... Something that you sort of, it would be it would be long it would it would be the the full height of a of a wardrobe and it would I guess it would just be a very very narrow wardrobe yeah right that maybe you could wheel around sort of like that thing that they wheel Hannibal Lecter on
0: well yeah I think if it was a suit chase right and it was just a man called Chase wearing yeah. your suit
2: who wears the suits but yeah. he's he is completely odorless odorless so there's no risk oh yeah odorless well, there's chase. no risk of him sweating up your clothes
0: no, that's right and he, and he's either yeah laying on one of those things like Hannibal Lecter or traveling sort of straight up on one of those like hoverboard two-wheeled things mm. so that he's not creasing your suit
2: i think if you were really really super wealthy yeah that would be the way to keep all of your clothes right you would you would store them on odorless body doubles right mm-hmm. you'd you'd find people who looked exactly like you yeah you uh, you know your exact body type um, you'd get them plastic surgery so their face is you know close enough yeah and, and, and your, you would while
0: they're there to have all their pores removed
2: exactly yes you'd cauterize all their you, sweat pores. you get them
0: to uh, sweat through their mouth like a dog so they can still regulate their temperature.
2: And then this <laughs> yes, and then that and then this would be the new concept of a walk-in wardrobe. It's a wardrobe that walks past you. <laughs> you know, you stand there. It's a walking. And
0: yeah, you know, so that's what exactly. we, that's what you were saying. Sorry.
2: <laughs> it's a walking walking wardrobe and they walk past but
0: you. why are you putting the g on there? Cuz you can have it sound just like walking.
2: All right, Alistair. It's a it's a walking wardrobe. What? You see?
0: See the joy it's in that?
2: It's a walking wardrobe and it it walks past you and you know, when you when you see the outfit that you like, right, you I don't know, I get you I guess you just taser the guy. Right? Oh sure. no, that would be no good. Taking the clothes off no, a dead weight like to... that's not gonna be
0: no, I think. And, and the great, the great thing about the walk-in wardrobe is they're not walking, because you don't want them to crease your clothes, or do any physical activity that will lead to them sweating through their, you know, profusely through their mouth. Um,
1: I
2: think, I think having them mill around past you, having them walk past you, you know, I don't sure. think they're going to crease your clothes just walking. And like I think that. you just open the doors to the wardrobe, and out they parade one after another. Yeah, that's nice. And then I guess they dress you, right? Whoever you it is that you pick. They take their clothes off and they put them onto you.
0: Oh, and they put your old your clothes that you were wearing off, uh, on on.
2: Onto them and yeah. then they walk away.
0: And they go clean them. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they go shower in them.
2: Um. And, and I think this would be a great thing to put into one of those teen movies. You know, where you see the rich girl's house and yeah. You know, this is um, teen
0: movie where you see the rich girl's house. I mean, I think they should yeah. make those for adults now. Where you get to watch you um, see a teen girl have like a rich house, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Movies about teens aren't just for teens; <laughs> they should make true. them for adults now. Yeah, um, it's like Nintendo's yeah. for adults, you know, as well.
2: <laughs> Is are they making like very like are there? Any games that are actually targeted at adult adults, like people in their 30s, 40s, like computer games for that group of people? Or is everything sort of still targeted at this sort of young gamer? Um, I guess there are. Of course there are. Like all those things that are like, you know, decorate a mansion or something like that. They're sort of <laughs> just aimed at people.
0: Yeah, look, I, I don't...
2: Our age who can't get into the housing market,
0: right? Um I I don't know the answer to that, but I just if if you're okay, I want to go back to walk in wardrobe for a second. Yeah, of course. I um, because I feel like the selling point that that uh, rich people would love about this is that you get to put on warm clothes. They're mm. already body warmth. You know, they're already.
2: They're.
0: I think that'd be nice. Mm-hmm. You know.
2: Yeah. And imagine and, pulling on a pair of underpants that are. Already at bo- the body temperature, already at, at genital temperature <gasps> of this. <laughs>
0: That'd almost be like having sex.
2: Yeah, because yeah, I mean, I pulling think, pulling yourself into that body warmth.
0: Yeah, I think I think ninety percent of sex is just getting to experience someone else's warmth.
2: It's 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 having to not not totally be responsible for keeping all of your extremities. At body temperature, all by yourself. That's
0: right, and then the the other ten you know, percent is just work, mm. chores yeah. essentially. <laughs> um, but um, and then you know what I also like about uh, your description of them walking out is mm. that I like to think that they're they're all in there, and they probably would just be chatting. Yeah, you know, and then sometimes you'd go, "Hey." <laughs> Walk in wardrobe. Can you keep it (laughs) down?
2: Because this is still like just in the corner of your bedroom. Yeah. You're still trying to sleep a lot of the time. 50,
0: 60 people in there.
2: Mm. At at least.
0: I mean, and they could actually sleep maybe dangling from hooks.
2: That would be good. Now, would they sleep? How would they sleep? Maybe their head locks into a little socket, kind of like a you know, like a ball, like a, like a, like a hip joint kind Mm. of thing. Like the, you know, their head and then they dangle from their neck like that. They all got (laughs) a slightly weirdly long neck. That's the only thing that's the only thing
0: that might make you feel a bit weird. Their necks are about one inch too long.
2: So that they don't try and usurp you, right? Don't try and steal your, your life.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And so. And that's how people on the outside would be able to tell. Like the neighbors would always mm. be keeping an eye on you to make sure your neck is a good normal length.
2: Exactly. haven't been toppled by one of your closet clones.
0: Oh, so they all look like you or, no, or they're, they're just got your same body shape.
2: They've got your body shape and maybe, you know, like your your face, your... Sim, similar kind of features because you're trying one of the great advantages as well is because you know you can see what the outfit looks like on you know without you having to try it on I think right?
0: there's a yeah I think that there's a good there's a good story in you know them actually some you know one kind of gaining sentience even though they're all probably all sentient That's just a yeah, job I
2: think they're all just people working a job really but one,
0: one who kind of you know is a bit of a revolutionary and they do take you out and they do assume your mm. your identity but then they use different mm. methods to make their neck look less long you know shoulder um. <laughs> sh- sl- just slight shoulder padding
2: yeah you know, Scar- um, scarves maybe um. like
0: start growing a neck beard
2: yeah that would uh that would cover a lot
0: yeah maybe yeah if they join the taliban you know sure that <laughs> Then they kind of feel like they have to tr- grow one of those beards.
2: Um, it's the perfect. It's re- it's really the perfect cover.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, you could just be saying, um, oh, "I'm." You say to your neighbors, "I'm, I've just, I've just converted to quite an extreme form of Islam," mm. and then they'll be like, "Oh, don't worry, then. We just thought your neck was getting longer." <laughs>
2: Uh, hmm. Yeah, but uh, there's nothing more to see here. No follow-up questions, I think, in that scenario.
0: Hmm. Something to think. Yeah, something um, to think about.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I had I had something that, uh, that dribbled across my brain as we were talking then, and was it something more about suits? And oh, well, this would be a great. Nobody's done this, right? But I think it would be a real pa- cool power move, you know, when you're in a romantic situation right and things get to the right point where it's time to take off your clothes mm-hmm. i think it would be a real cool power move if somebody could invent a special type of clothes where you can just like set fire to them right they all just burn off your body yeah real quick i would like that right but it's a, a special kind of fire that doesn't obviously injure you or any in any way room or, temperature or fire destroy it's room temperature fire <laughs> <laughs> it's body temperature fire, uh, or, or I guess slightly above, because then your body would probably just ignite your clothes just walking around. Yeah,
0: that's, but, well, oh, were well, you saying it's ignited by room temperature?
2: Well, I wonder if that's, isn't that sort of what fire is in, an, in, in a way? It's something that propagates itself, right. so that the temperature that it is, is the temperature that it needs to give to things to... Oh, to I, just,
0: I always just assumed it had something to do with the flame. You know,
2: oh, fire's definitely got something to do with the flame. I don't want to. I don't no, no, want to no, suggest. But you know what about like, I hope you didn't think that I was saying that it didn't.
0: No, I just somehow I felt like the flame is contagious.
2: <laughs> well, you know? like, again, I think it is.
0: No, but I mean, like, like there's something about like it's like a, a chain reaction, and maybe that's exactly what you're saying. But it's like mm. it's like whatever the whatever the process that's occurring here, uh something binding with oxygen or splitting from oxygen, mm. uh is, is emitting something that might cause another one.
2: <laughs> and 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 again, I think we're basically saying the same thing, Alistair. Where the thing that it is emitting is heat energy. Yeah. Right?
0: Yeah, yeah. But you know like how like you can have like.
2: You think it's sort of more like a trend, like. Yeah, <laughs> like, I guess. I guess, what?
0: like, I I just picture the idea that you could have hot air without fire. Mm. You know, I don't know what 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 temperature we're talking about. It could be very high. It could be 106 yeah. or something like that, um, degrees Celsius. Um, yes. But. Yeah, but you know how like also like there's those scenarios in which you can have. Superheated water, like in the microwave or something like that, where it's like you have microwave something mm, sure. for, for you know, ten minutes, and then somehow the it's just sitting there still in water form, but then you disturb it momentarily, and it explodes mm. and has this c- crazy phase change into gas.
2: One of my big, one of my big fears, really, is um, superheated pulling a cup of superheated water out of the microwave. Apparently, it I has don't to have just a be, lot of reasons. Yeah. To, it, I think it has to be to like boil water in the microwave. Obsessively
0: but. clean the mug has to be crazy clean, and
1: <laughs> mm,
2: yeah, I definitely, definitely. Then, then I really shouldn't worry. But you know who who needs is, to worry is is
0: Americans who make tea by microwaving water.
2: They have a lot to, to worry about. Yeah, that's true.
0: Yeah,
2: <laughs> um, but apparently,
0: I, I read. I don't know where I read this, but apparently, tea made that way is fine. Is the same.
2: You know what? I, I reckon you're right. Yeah. But people, yeah. I think people
0: turn their nose up at it. They go, they somehow, they turn their nose up at microwaved water, boiled water.
2: Yeah, too good to boil, too good to microwave water. I think the water knows. The water knows how it's been boiled, Alistair. It can, it can tell. Well, your soul, Wait. your
0: soul knows, it knows and, you're, and you're not treating yourself with respect.
2: Oh, this would be a this would be a really fun th- thing for us to do would be to get a bunch of british people and prepare tea british people who say they really care about tea and we will prepare tea <laughs> in the most fucked ways imaginable yeah. you know you yeah we will we will be microwaving it we'll be you know um we won't heat the teapot before you put the water in. All that you know, all the most awful things that you can imagine. We'll we'll I don't know,
0: use molasses instead of sugar. I imagine people who sure. really care about tea are using <laughs> lots of sugar.
2: But, but I guess my po- the point of my thing is that, um, then we give it to them and they won't be able to tell. Oh, what about this? I invent a microwave that's shaped exactly like a kettle, right? <laughs> and, then, and then I sell it to British people, telling them it's a kettle. And what they don't realise is that every time they think they're boiling their water in a kettle, they're actually microwaving it.
0: So That's, that's really good. So every time they're, they're just pressing down on the kettle button or yeah. putting it on the stove, <laughs> putting I, it on the stove and if... turning on the flames... <laughs> What that's actually yeah. powering is like mm-hmm, a mic- little mm-hmm. particle accelerator inside of the microwave.
2: Uh, yeah. There's a tiny little generator or something that turns that heat into electricity <laughs> that we used to power the microwave <laughs> and it's all super well insulated. So none of the heat is getting to the water from the flame. <laughs> it's exclusively microwave heat. What I do is I roll these out into the British market. I roll them out I, at a, at a, an insanely affordable price point. Right? This is a real lost leader for me. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone in Britain gets one of these things.
1: It's, the, it's you know, so and they're some cheap.
2: fucking fake you know, they, they look they look really classy, they've got some sort of, you know, retro appeal or whatever, and they're fucking lapping it up. Even right? people There's a picture who, of the Queen on there. Even people you know. who
0: are standing in line with a brand new kettle mm. will look at that. Well, you know, who, no, who've know who just gone through the checkout. They've just bought a brand new kettle. And they'll see that uh-huh. one on the display as you walk out. You know how, like, mm, Ikea
2: mm. does that and stuff? And, and they'll the- feel this feeling in their stomach. Just like a... Ooh. Whoa, 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 whoa.
0: They'll boot their new kettle out the front door yeah. into the car park. And then they'll go back in and just buy this kettle for so cheap.
2: Mm-hmm. That's how good it is, right? And how affordable the price point is. Mm. And then, so I roll this out into the market and I let it, I let them use it for four or five years, right? It's a really good kettle. Everyone's talking about it. They all love it. It becomes a big part of their British identity. And then I reveal, <laughs> maybe I take over all the TV stations and I reveal what I've done, right? That, <laughs> that actually they've been microwaving their tea yeah. for the last five years. And that's when I invade, just when their national spirit is at its lowest ebb. So you invade. And they put
0: up no resistance. You invade the island of England.
2: Yeah, that's my plan. A
0: one-man invasion?
2: (laughs) Well, I guess I've got an army. I mean, I must have something behind me to be
0: able to lose so much money on this fucking
2: kettle business. Microwave
0: kettles. Maybe you could just walk into um, Parliament and just ta- say, "I, I, t- I'm taking over. This is a coup."
2: Mm. This yeah, is a I c- don't think they'd, I don't think they'd put up any resistance. They wouldn't have anything to fight for anymore. Do you think if you walked into
0: uh, wait? Uh, firstly, I love it. I love it Thanks because Zalastair. that'll teach that'll teach people to care about something.
2: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's if there's one you know? thing that we want to one message that we want to convey on this podcast is that it's don't do that. Don't, you know, don't don't find one nice thing in
0: this messed up world (laughs) that you can just (laughs) like that isn't political, (laughs) that isn't, (laughs) that isn't a disaster (laughs) and just for shame, you know, for shame. Anyway, let's ruin Um, it.
2: Well, you know, it's certainly don't, don't make anything. Don't, your self worth to anything, yeah. don't make it a part of your identity. <laughs> Certainly, don't think that some fucking thing that your country does makes it good in some way. Yeah, just because you because do it. we absolutely know that that's not the case here in Australia. We are a test case in, in proving that if your country does something. That doesn't make you good or it doesn't make it good.
0: (laughs) Um, Anyway. And then eventually, eventually, you know, celebrities from America and India and, Mm. you know, all the countries that are not England will go over there and they'll do that same thing that they do here in Australia when like a celebrity comes over and we make them taste. Mm. we, We make them taste Vegemite. Vegemite, and at some point, people in England will be like, "Go on, try the tea. Tastes normal, doesn't it? Tastes fine. <laughs> oh, that water's been microwaved. It's it's crazy. Shouldn't work." Then the Americans will be like, "Yeah, it's fine."
2: Um, I uh, speaking of Vegemite. Mm. Uh, recently I accidentally swapped over the lids of a uh, jar of Vegemite and a jar of um peanut butter you know how sometimes uh with your jar of peanut butter uh there's that little bit of peanut butter that gets stuck to the underside of the lid oh yeah yeah you know about this yeah, yeah. Right. you seen this yeah so <laughs> 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 and then uh just yesterday right i was taking the lid off the veggie mart and i was like oh there's a little bit of peanut butter under there I, I i can see what's happened here and then i thought i wonder i wonder if that Peanut butter has in any way absorbed any of the flavor of the Vegemite just from being enclosed <laughs> with it. right? And so I wiped it off there with my finger and I tasted that little bit of peanut butter. Yeah. And let me tell you, that was the worst fucking thing I have ever tasted <laughs> in my life. Whatever Vegemite, you think Vegemite tastes bad? Yeah. Whatever the gas is that comes off the top of a cl- Vegemite when yeah. it's just enclosed like that,
0: Vegemite, pong. it's
2: w- it's much worse. Yeah, <laughs> Well, I mean, if you ever drive past the Vegemite factory, sorry, this is this is very Australian conversation now.
0: <laughs> sorry, we're, we're we're not speaking. You know, we're not speaking to our international audience for the moment. Yeah.
2: <laughs> if you if you've ever driven past the Vegemite factory, which is here in Melbourne, um, is it? just in southeast Melbourne, yeah, it is the most disgusting smelling fucking place.
0: Yeah, it's like that in the, Bundaberg, driving anywhere near the Bundaberg
2: rum factory. Yeah. Just the um, Pong. It's like... Yeah. Well, yeah. It's it's no good. I mean, I think a, a, whatever it is, there's a lot of... Whatever the process is of making Vegemite, I think you have to get rid of a lot of the... Whatever the most awful bit of Vegemite is, you've got to pump that out into the atmosphere in some way. Well,
0: I don't know if I've told you this, but yeah, like like working at the cheese factory at biga Cheese, um, mm. that had a really distinct smell. Which actually now owns Vegemite anyway, so I don't know if it's a we- if they yeah. got it because they're like, oh, things with weird smells. Um, <laughs> but if you want to smell what it's like, next time you crack open a one kilo block of. Cheddar cheese, right? Yeah. When you when you you know get scissors or get that knife, just prick a oh. hole,
2: just and, a little hole, and, and squeeze,
0: just huff the <laughs> squeeze the bag, <laughs> and just smell what my place of work used to smell like. Because they How's even that? pack other cheeses there. They used to pack badala there. They would pack uh, really. Yeah, they. I
2: haven't seen a I haven't seen a badala for a long time. No,
0: yeah, badala. Yeah, it's I don't know if it's still around. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to com slash style for free shipping and 365 day returns.
2: Really? Yeah. Well, if it was, you know, it was played a
0: Hey, eh?
2: I wonder if there's any accounts still extant where uh, I could hack in.
0: Yeah. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> uh, it's fine. We don't edit anything out. Um, boop there we go that, that's, let's yeah. pretend like i just <laughs> said it um, <laughs> um, okay it's a very good boop hey look just because you know not that that we're i don't think that we're struggling but i think that because we had an idea right before the pod the pod when we were talking about mm. when we were talking about uh your dog uh we were talking i talk, mentioned the idea of uh There should be, you know, because vets are human, there should be at least one doctor Mm. that is an animal.
2: Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. You know? And my pitch was a sort of a Doogie Howser style show. Um, uh, Because, you know, that's about a genius child who becomes a surgeon at a really young age. Yeah. And I was pitching a chimp that becomes a surgeon. Yeah. At a really young age. Um, it's really young that's chip. a very young chimp. <laughs> 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 and, and it, it becomes, uh, it, it, it is the best doctor. You know, it's, its statistics speak for itself, but then there is that thing of like, are you willing to go under the knife from what is essentially, you know, a, a, an animal, you know, a wild animal? Yeah. Um,
0: well, I think I like the idea of the young chimp because I think, firstly, that shows you how genius it must be. And mm. second of all, I think that reduces the chances of people getting mauled. I think they kind of get Well, if it's chewing your face years. off. Yeah. yeah, that's true. I think in those early years, but, they still have some innocence.
2: Well, I think, you know, but that's what makes these characters so compelling as well a lot of the time in a... In a medical drama, you know, you think about something like House, mm. you know, he had his demons. Sure. And, I mean, who has more demons than an a, 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 a laden life
0: chimp? A laden life wild <laughs> chimp who has hunted other mm. apes for meat yeah. in tribes and then yeah. beaten them those other apes to death with its bare hands.
2: So I think, yeah, you I know, think, I think wh-
0: knowing that there's an animal who could instead of like, you know, at a pinch, like, you know, like let's say you're on a, mm. <laughs> you're on a plane and there's a need for like an emergency, um, amputation, knowing that mm. there's a doctor on the plane who is a young chimp or an old chimp, sorry. Mm who could mm. just pull your arm an off. emergency amputation. An emergency amputation. Yeah. Yeah. Is there an old chimp doctor on the
1: plane?
2: Yeah. He's well, Sitting at the front reading like his newspaper.
1: Could,
2: <laughs> it feels like, you know, removing the doctor element, it feels like given their ability to rip an arm off, feels like there could be a medical use for chimps mm. in the amputation world. Yeah. You know, that... That you just get them in and they just they just have one function basically that you know you sh- you shove the offending uh, limb into a, a chimp cage, sort of like a glory and it, it hole. It just gets ripped off like a glory. It's it's my it's my preferred method of service delivery <laughs> is the glory hole. It's more of a gory hole. It's really a and, glory
0: hole is just a short pipe, isn't it? It's like essentially the shortest uh, pipe you can have. It's yeah. going from yeah, it one is. side of a wall to another. Mm-hmm. And that you just build the pipe right into the wall. Mm. So that way you don't have an uh, exposed pipe.
2: So, yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot that I can be that done with the I think that that's probably how the chimps,
0: we realized the, the potential. They were probably introduced into medicine just for the emergency mm. amputations of ripping p- people's yes. arms off. But then... Later on, we we discovered that they're actually really good for, you know, more fine motor motor skill stuff like. Uh,
2: well, maybe we noticed that there was one chimp in particular that, when it was ripping off the arm, was doing it in a you know, in a, in a much more precise kind of way.
0: Or, or yeah. Or well, maybe that that they, they they made us all realize that actually the arm could be saved by uh, by just you know through oh, some manipulation true. and. You know, yeah. they probably could sew up, though. <laughs> Actually, there's probably no need for all these crazy amputations we've been doing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but they became so easy, you know, and I guess you could charge so much for a chimp, a chimp amputation. Maybe this is, maybe that's a sort of a, a natural, maybe that's something there that, are like, it's a natural medicine in a way. Like, it's, yeah. a, it's a sort of, because there's a lot of natural medicines. But there's not a lot of natural surgeries, okay? Everyone's <laughs> natural going for procedures. these sort of herbal remedies. But what about, yes, exactly. But then you think, well, nature already has. You need, you need to get a, a, your, your, your um, diabetic leg removed. Nature's mm. already got a solution for this. Yeah, the wolf. I prescribe <laughs> shoving one leg into a wolf cage. Into
0: right? the mouth of and a let, hippo.
2: Nature knows best. <laughs> Um, but I wonder if our super smart chimp doctor yeah. um dedicates its life to um repairing you know, it's a plastic surgeon dedicates its life to repairing the damage to people who have suffered chimp attacks. Sure. You know, there's a beauty to that. I think especially maybe especially if it it's could, haunted it, it by could... the faces that it chewed off itself before yeah. taking the Hippocratic oath.
0: Of course, yeah, yeah. Um yeah, I think I think that's a great. I think that feels like that's a, a nice charity that that they, and, you and know, not not for profit mm. that it could run on the side, you know. Mm, and it, so it does sure, a lot of like it fu- does <laughs> it does a lot of fundraisers and things like that. <laughs> Clinic where, work, yeah. yeah
2: it's chimp face ballings.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and uh, you know because it's also trying to help, uh, you know, uh, improve the image of chimps in both medicine mm. and the community because mm. med- I think <laughs> believe it or not not that many people are super excited when they find out that their surgeon um, is a chimp
2: yeah uh, I f- you know go. what
0: I fig- figure out is that I reckon if a chimp was operating on your heart I reckon when when it got your chest cavity open it wouldn't be able to help itself to just put its finger in one of the valves
2: put his finger in Yeah,
0: just to try it out <laughs> like it just feels like that's what a curious chimp would do
2: look i don't think i don't think this is just a chimp situation or you know i guess yeah have you seen chimps in the wild who poke a little stick down a hole to get bugs out yeah yeah yeah. and yeah, probably probably do a little bit of that
0: yeah well that's But i think imagine that them them going in from you know that vein in your leg with that big long wire with the stent on it yeah, <laughs> and they, they go all the way up into your heart, and they place the stent, and that's like And they go, "We got it." And he's like, "Great work, doctor." And he pulls out the stick, and then he goes and eats, and just tastes this,
2: <laughs> t- tastes
0: the tip. <laughs> hey, it's a you bit. You can't argue with the results, it, yeah, It's a bit. It's a bit un,
2: It's unorthodox.
0: Unorthodox, but you can't. You can't argue with those results.
2: Hasn't lost a patient yet. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I I I think I would struggle. You know, I I'd find it really pretty good, pretty un off putting. Um, cutting somebody's chest open and you know severing the the valve or whatever that you're talking about. Mm. But I think even I in that situation would be really tempted to just poke a little finger in there. Yeah. Just a little gloved finger, And just see what it was like. <laughs> I, you know, I imagine air whistling out. I know air doesn't go through the heart, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. Do we have? I imagine, you know, sort of a satisfaction of like you know making a little, feeling the air whistling over the uh, over your finger there.
0: Is our valve like that pig valve? I, I think I'm not sure if I know what the heart valve looks like, wh- or wh- whether I just know the heart uh, the pig heart valve, where it's like three flaps.
2: Yeah, I think the heart valve might have three flaps. It's a three flap I thing. I think it's the uh, I think it's the tri-flap tri-flap valve.
0: system. They kind of just yeah. overlap like three semicircles and then they kind of push yeah. forward and then they kind of come back and 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 it gives a seal which you wouldn't think, but that's nature. Nature made that seal.
2: Mm. That's it's good. It's good. It's quality. Yeah. Um how many sketch ideas have we got, Alastair? Four. I'm sorry Andy. to ask? Four. Oh dear, that that smacks of desperation. Whenever I ask that question and the answer comes back and it's less than five, you know I'm uh, I'm having a tough one.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry about that. Um,
2: no, but no, I'm no, having that's fun. Fine. I'm f- having
0: fun, Andy. Oh,
2: I'm having a terrific time. i having a wonderful time. It's just you know evenings. Is there something to do know? with floss? You know, dental floss. Yeah, I've well, started f- flossing recently.
0: Really. Mm. Because no, yeah. you went to the because do- you went to the dentist. Was it just that one time before you went to the dentist?
2: No, I, I did it for probably a week before I went to the dentist. Oh yeah, because that's right. Did I tell you the results of my dental? It was all fine. My dental, it was all fine. Yeah, it was all fine. There was nothing to worry about. Yeah, a little bit of stuff stuck in my in my gum, and that's why you had a little bit of
0: pain. Now you're fine.
2: Yeah, I'm supposed to go back again for a big clean, but the closer I get to that date. The more I start to think, well, I'm just going to have to pay two hundred dollars just to have somebody clean my teeth properly. Yeah. And if I'm fine, if I'm basically fine, yeah, then maybe I don't need to. Well, it depends spend how big the I can just continue. <laughs> it's going to be a big job. No, but like, yeah, you know,
0: they're going in there. Are they just doing the mouth,
2: or are they going deeper?
0: Well, I mean, how, you know. Let's say for two hundred bucks, do you think they should wash your whole body? <laughs> uh
2: yeah. So, yeah. Tell me. Well, the, the, okay, I let's mean, say you go to I'd... the
0: dentist and you find out it's a full mm. clean. Mm. They say we can either do rubber gloves or bare hands. What do you prefer?
2: <laughs> Look, yeah, I mean I if if their hands are clean, and I assume they are, I don't really have a problem with them getting in there. <laughs> With the bare hands, you don't, and you don't I, have a problem with. This is my problem. Another human touching they your genitals with their
0: bare hands. Gosh, that's so. Well,
2: my, <laughs> what's my genitals? Eh? My, my genitals come into this. Well, it's a full clean. Well, this is, this is your full clean scenario. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's a big clean.
0: <laughs> Going for the mm. big clean. This is what I'm telling you, though. <laughs> mm. but, but did you not think I was referring to a full body clean?
2: I still thought we were talking about the mouth. No, I'd forgotten no. that um, no. that everything was on the table. No, no, no.
0: Sorry, Andy. I was saying you go into the dentist. They tell you it's a full clean, but you're getting the full body yeah. clean. Yeah. Right. They say, do you want gloves or no gloves? Yeah. I mean, well, I think what you want is no gloves, but not but just because I think you can get a better clean
2: by actually properly feeling what's around. Mm. You know. And I feel then, like you know, there's probably a lot that could be scraped out from with fingernails. And they know, got and they got so that. many
0: tools at their disposals as well to to get grime out of any corners where you, <laughs> during a normal shower, aren't getting grime out.
2: Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, there's there isn't there isn't a service for cleaning your body, is there? I don't think so. Nobody offers that. You, I want. I want to get some detailing done. Like I would, you would get your car. You know yeah. where they they do get into the crevices with their special little vacuum cleaner nozzles and their Look, sprays and brushes. The full skin shine. Yeah, it's a really good point. I mean, I imagine the super wealthy probably have access to this in some form. I think I know. I know that. Like I, I heard
0: some tennis player's wife say that she. You know, when she was stuck in quarantine, she's like, oh, my God, I'm going to have to wash my own hair. <laughs> and that idea that I guess some people don't wash their own hair because they just go to the hairdressers.
2: Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't wash my own hair, but that's more of a, you know, I'm a grub. You don't wash your hair? No, I do sometimes. There you go. I leave it too long. That's there. okay. I but go, I go it's too long. because your hair between. always
0: falls perfectly, no matter what.
2: That's right. Um. Um... Full body clean uh, is a is a is a great idea, Alistair. Yeah. and I think I'd like it to be one of those. Um, basically, it's, it's exactly the same as a car wash, basically. And you can drive past and you see the them doing it in those car wash type places that always seem to have a kebab van attached to them, yeah. right? And there's a lot of people there. I see a lot of a lot of Sikhs working in this industry yeah. for some reason. And they're really good at it, and maybe yeah, you know, maybe they um, yeah, they lay you on a, or maybe you just lie down on the on the bit, on the yeah, there, and they give you a full, a full body, full body clean, yeah.
0: sprayer spray and I mean I foams. Think, I think I like to think that you go there after you've tried the machine at the at the self serve, and it's just those yeah, those spinning things flaps that hit you. Mm. And you come out and you got a scratch and things like that and you go, Oh, I'm never doing that again. Like that. And then you go the next time you're like, Alright, this time I'm getting the f I'm getting the full detail.
2: I wouldn't mind you know, I'm not a big massage guy, but I I was um pressure washing the uh veranda today. Yeah. And I think there is a is something appealing about lying face down on the ground and having somebody just pressure wash you. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah, you know that would that would be probably the closest I could come to feeling uh, good in a in a massage type situation. Yeah. it's well, very it's very clinical. It's very mechanical.
0: Sure, yeah. You know, we're using water. Yeah, that's right. And in a way, it's not. It's not. It's not touching.
2: I think there's uh, it, it, as a sketch, this could be as simple as just seeing somebody. You're seeing out the window of somebody's car. As they drive past a, a car wash type place, and there's just someone lying down on the ground, naked, being pressure washed. Yeah.
0: And then, and then the people turn, tell them to turn turn over, and they turn over, full frontal yeah. nudity. Then they do the other side.
2: Exactly. That's
0: how you know that they're not a dead body. I, yeah. I should have communicated <laughs> that. Because I, I mean, because you can imagine, you know, somebody was killing. It was killing people and they were like, well, what's the easiest way to clean the blood off of the body? <laughs> like, I suppose so that, you know, you could put them back in their house and no one will know they're dead.
2: <laughs> this is a very specific thing, Alistair. Mm. Um, and, you know, maybe a bit grubby, but I was listening to a podcast uh, for our science quiz recently. And you know how um, butthole type areas... Mm. Can be a bit more tanned or a bit darker skin than the rest of the body, yeah right well, that is because there is more melanin there, and melanin is a sort of an antibacterial pigment, yeah, so right. it has a role in protecting the body from um from germs you know protecting the cells or whatever wow. from the yeah, so you know it's probably good to tan your your butthole
0: so that. That anal sunning or whatever people were talking about. Ages yeah. Ago.
2: Yeah, but I've never had anyway. like
0: I've never had sort of like butt a butt infection from my own uh, feces.
2: <laughs> Only from other people's. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Not, you no, know, so well, well, and and that's why that's why because if you you you, you must have a, <laughs> a, a very tanned. <laughs>
0: yes, <laughs> I do. Um, Andy we have five uh, sketch ideas so that takes yeah, us to three on. words from a listener now I don't know if you know this Andy but we've listeners and sometimes they can send in three words uh if they've uh you know donated to Patreon and uh today's listener is uh, uh is Andrew
2: Smyrniotis Andrew Smyrniotis yes. I couldn't be <laughs> I couldn't be happier now, I to hear from you Now
0: I don't know if I just picked this because it has My kid's name in it, Otis. And it could be my kid, Otis, just uh, pretending to be another person. But why they would Mm. donate to my Patreon, I don't know. Um,
2: Well, maybe they took pity on you.
0: My my kids do think I'm pathetic. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, (laughs) uh, would you like to guess what the three words are? Uh, rehypno? No, no, nobody. Uh. But um, the first word does have an ending to it, and yours did have an ending.
2: Mm.
1: So
0: it's got that in common. No, the first word is actually Vegemite.
2: Well, 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 interesting because well. we, okay. we,
0: we we very rarely mentioned Vegemite, but we had a long Vegemite chat.
2: Really, um,
0: claustrophobe. No, it's Unite. Ah, uh,
2: Vegemite, Unite, Bees.
0: No, no, but you did, there was, there is two E's in there and an <sighs> S. Oh. But the word is Despite.
2: A Vegemite, Unite, despite. Yeah. Yeah, right. Well, you, um, you had a well, bit of a uh,
0: Vegemite, Unite, despite a scenario in your peanut butter lid.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, uh, uh, so they're obviously all words that end in it, right? That's the unifying um, feature of these three. Um, Vegemite unite despite. I mean, it's just, it's so unpleasant having so few cultural, ...things that we can all feel okay about, right? Yeah. In this country.
0: You, you know what I've... It would be nice... You know what uh, just, uh, I want to just... And I want you to hold that idea. I just want to have to say yeah. this. Uh, it's uh, Kina and Ike Kerner.
2: <laughs> Ike and Tina Turner. No, not
0: Ike. Ike?
2: No, Ike. Uh, yeah, no, I know. Oh, yeah. I'm just trying to aite. find in my mind what and you've done. Kina, Kerner. I, I can Kina Kerner.
0: And just re- s- swap the K's and the T's, <laughs> <laughs> so that we get that it. Vegim, it. Hjunt an Yep. Dust-
2: no, that's that's good. Aite. See. Yeah. So no, yeah. Okay, now, you tell, I mean, now you tell us your idea. The, the fact that there hasn't been a movie and it like we've got nothing else here. The fact that there hasn't been a movie made about the origin story of Vegemite, at least a telly movie, mm. right? In Australia. I don't know what's going on there, but it's 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 more or less all we've got in terms of um, culture, cultural touchstones. Yeah, yeah,
0: um, and yeah, I like that. And it could. I do think, you think we could we could get this. Do you think we could get disavowed by the people of Vegemite, and that they they said oh, it's an I think unauthorized,
2: <laughs> the unauthorized story. We even know someone who's the... a
0: descendant of the Vegemite um, empire. Do we? I believe isn't one of the hosts of. Um, Little Dum Dum Club, uh, Tommy Dasso, I kidding. believe Tommy really? is the grandchild of the person who came up with Vegemite, possibly.
2: That's remarkable. Um,
0: and so I'm saying, I guess, but I'm, I guess I was just <laughs> suggesting that we would, you know, even exclude anybody, like not do a proper research <laughs> or, mm. or do really good research. More, yeah, uh, you know, do a medium amount of research.
2: <laughs> that sounds like something yeah. we would do, yeah. but obviously, we'd have to take creative license with it as well. Yeah, well, there has to be some, there'd yeah. have to be a love story, some, there'd have to be a villain, two people there'd have to end be up having someone sex who... in the vat. <laughs> oh, yes, but then also, all uh, the bad, writhing around, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, but also, maybe like the bad guy at the end is killed by dropping him in the vat. (laughs) Sure. You know, maybe, you know, I I imagine we can only have one vat scenario, but (laughs) we can't have, you know, maybe.
2: This is the same vat they had (laughs) sex in earlier. (laughs) That's the one we had (laughs) sex in. (laughs) Then then the bad guy falls in and then that's how they get the taste. And that's the same (laughs) formula to this day. One you got you got to you got to fuck the love of your life in a vat of Vegemite, and then later on you push in your greatest nemesis. <laughs> it, and there's a little bit of that in every in every jar. Oh, it puts you can some, really taste it. It puts a rose you in every can really cheek, taste it. including the, oh.
0: the posterior. They uh, mm,
2: did say every cheek, every cheek. Does um, that suggest? This, I wait, think...
0: Does that suggest that it gives you like it gives you the runs or something?
2: Uh, not, that that a rose... you, not that
0: that makes, not that your butt blush or anything like that. But...
2: <laughs> Rosy red butt, um, you know, maybe some kind of rash. I suppose, or it makes you horny some like kind of...
0: a macaque.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, yeah, you know, the 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 history of Australia is big. You know, mm. that that brown taste that we all know. And what would be history. so good oh. is, um, you know, when celebrities do come over here, we do make them taste Vegemite. But there'd be there'd be so many celebrities involved in this this movie. We could just and call th- it, they'd,
0: you know, like Australia's brown spread. We don't have mm, to, uh, you know, we don't have to name we, it. But we, you know, we, we
2: don't even mention it. We don't even, we, we don't even mention the name. Well, yeah, we don't. Or we reveal right at the end the name <laughs> Vegemite. In the last scene of the film, somebody suggests that. What about Vegemite? And... Shh. <sighs> That's what the film's about. <laughs> I, I had no idea watching right. this whole thing. There which of the famous brown Australian <laughs> spreads?
0: And well, they go, <laughs> thank you very much, Mr. Vegemite. <laughs>
2: Oh uh, yeah. really good. Let's I tell you what, we do no research, Alistair, and we just go ahead and we write this.
0: Yeah. I think that's a great yeah. idea.
2: I don't I don't need to know anything. We've got enough more. beats.
0: We've got enough beats yes. for it so far that we can probably lay out a skeleton. <laughs> which is another thing that could yeah. happen after we get that guy's body out of the vat.
2: <laughs> sure. And we go, we'll take this straight to the AFI.
0: As the the brown spread just, you know, dissolves Mm. his whole body. Uh, Yeah. Okay. Well, let me take us through the sketch ideas for today. We got the suitcase, which is uh, a supervillain who's, you know, who was created in an attempt to create a human that could retract their arms and legs and head and take the shape of a suitcase for easier mm. uh, air travel. Well, actually, I think they were just trying to retract their arms and legs so they had more space on a plane, but then they, this person ended up turning into a suitcase. And uh, there's a, a supervillain who other supervillains use as a weapon. They hit people with this suitcase, and they throw it, and mm. they whistle and stuff like that, and then the suitcase whistles back. I mean.
2: <laughs> In some, way, in some over ways, here, yeah. I'm over here. Yeah. In some ways, in some ways, this is the worst idea we've ever had on the podcast. No, you always, that that's idea, the like,
0: shittest, You know, like all the superheroes, the thing we've ever with said. their shields and their hammers and stuff like that, and they oh. they they whistle and stuff like that or whatever they do something and the and their weapon just calls to them. <laughs> Whereas this one, you go <laughs> like that, and it goes over over here like that. <laughs>
1: That.
2: I think it'd be fun seeing it when its legs have popped back out, but its ha- arms haven't popped out, mm. and it's running along, running back, yeah, that's its arms good. slowly coming out like that. Yeah. Uh. Or seeing you know as it starts running with just tiny little feet, and then as it all grows longer, yeah, as it runs along and jumps back into your arms.
0: That's great, yeah. And then mid air, it re you know sinks back it sinks back in, lands. It's handled right on your fingers, hurting your fingers. <laughs> um, mm. Then we got the walking wardrobe, which ah, is this, uh, with this no G. With the, yeah, with no G, the walking wardrobe, and it's just a war, it's a wardrobe, but that comes out and parades past you. It's a bunch of people in there wearing all your clothes, keeping them crisp. I
2: mean, if Saddam Hussein didn't do this with his mm. with his lookalikes with his body doubles, he's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got them anyway. They're all just sitting around. They're on the clock.
0: I wonder if he ever kissed any of them. <laughs> just to see what it would be like, you know? Who are they gonna tell? Think, Who are they gonna tell?
2: I think that's a really actually a really beautiful love story. Yeah.
0: Somebody yeah, oh that's fun. Yeah. Somebody falls in love with their it's a dictator falls in love with their Mm. their body double just went through a divorce well they had they had their they had their wife assassinated or whatever (laughs) sure yeah um I think it's fun so fun Andy um then we got the microwaved especially the
2: wife assassination
0: (laughs) the microwaved water kettle
2: Yes. Yeah, that's. This is. It's not just a kettle, though. It's an entire. Uh, it is a plot. microwave. It's an entire. It's a microwave
0: invasion yeah. scheme. You could do, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Obviously, it's just the microwave water kettle is just the wedge through which you mm. uh, use to pry open uh, the political power of the United Kingdom. Sure. Um, then you've got, yeah, we've got sort of chimp doctor young chimp doctor or old chimp doctor, whichever one. One was just a brilliant young chimp and the other one was a chimp that was brought on because of their ability to quickly pull an arm off. Um. Then we've got the yes. full body clean service. And then we've got the gritty... Close me down. We've got the gritty history of Australia's brown spread.
2: <laughs> there we go.
0: Bla 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 bla
2: bla Thank you so much for listening to in the Think Tank. Um, you know what, we got there. We, we got, got there. there. And we had fun doing it. Yeah. I reckon And it's
0: top it's one of the top three hundred episodes.
2: There you go. Speaking of Um w- <laughs> Speaking of The 300th episode is going to occur, but um, not immediately. We're still waiting for um, restrictions to, uh, believe it or not, the 300th episode is not considered essential business for the purposes of breaching the coronavirus lockdown here in Victoria. And so Alistair and I won't be able to be in the same room to go mad and try and kill each other, which is what everybody expects from the 300th episode of Two in the Think Tank. And so it has been postponed. Indefinitely until such a time as we can make that reunion happen. So we'll go straight to episode three hundred and one. We'll come back around to it. Don't you worry. Yeah. Do you think we'll we should? You do on you the think way we, back. on the way?
0: So we should go three hundred one. I was well, wasn't sure if we should do like 20, 299.1, one, two ninety nine point two, but that doesn't make mm. sense.
2: <laughs> well, I guess that would still keep the sort of the chronological nature of the listing valid. Yeah. Yeah, I think let's let's skip it and we'll come back to it. All right, and uh, it'll 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 happen in due time. Yeah,
0: sorry we didn't tell you this at the beginning of the episode.
2: Uh, oh yeah,
0: but anyway, people understand. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. You can mm. review us on all the things. You can join our Patreon if you like. You can get in the Discord. Can you believe it? We're we're on so sure. many things now. Sure. We are very online.
1: Mm. Although so we're sad on, right
0: now because of the lockdown, so we're not as active as we could be. Uh, take care of yourselves and each other. And mm. we and we love love you.
2: You Bye. thank you, Alistair Great job. See ya. You too. <laughs> hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.